morning. I think I've decided that I'm going to be uploading these on Monday mornings from now on. A little post-weekend pick-me-up for your Monday morning commutes to work or uni or wherever, whatever you're doing. On today's episode of Where the Fuck Am I, I'm... Oh, oh, she's popular. Usually I will record my podcast like laying in bed or something, just holding the microphone, but I read this thing last night, which, I mean, it's common sense, but it was talking about how you should, as soon as you wake up, you should get out of bed and if you still want to like relax and chill and not really do anything, like move to a chair or like a comfy place instead of just laying in bed. I mean, it's 11am now, so like, did I get straight out of bed? No. I decided to record it sitting on a chair this time and if I feel so fancy. Like, I feel like I'm looking out, I mean, I'm looking out to an empty bedroom, but it feels like I'm sitting here talking to like little invisible people who are like listening to my podcast. Like, I feel like I'm sat at the front of a stage of like a a little conference or something. I like it. I'm going to try and do this from now on. But yeah, let's dive into today's episode, which is all about Greece. On today's episode of Where the Fuck Am I? I'm in London, but we're going to be going through part one of the Greece saga. Last episode was all about Germany, and from Germany I went straight to Athens, where I was doing a 10-day or 11-day Greek island hopping tour with the company Med Experience. So it's a like a sister company with Sail Croatia. If you know Sail Croatia, which most people do these days, it's very popular. Yeah, they have another company called Med Experience, which does Greek island hopping, but you're not on a boat. You stay in like different hostels and hotels or whatever um, across Greece instead of being on like a sailboat. Not sure why, but I mean, I'm happy about that. I don't know how I feel about being on a boat for that many days. So I had a few days in Athens, which is where the tour began, but I was there for a few days before the tour. But I kind of took the time to do nothing because it was advertised as a, the tour, sorry, the tour was advertised as a like party tour. And so I kind of wanted to just chill for a few days and be one with myself before I shoved myself into a group tour because it didn't tell you how many people were going to be on the tour. So first of all, I didn't know like how many people there were going to be. And then I didn't know the extent to the partying side it was. And, you know, like it's a tour, so it's jam packed every day. There's daily activities, then go out at night. Like there's always something going on. So I just kind of was resting I didn't really do any of the Athensy touristy things because most of it was like covered in the tour. So I just went to, I met some girls in my hostel room, went to like this cool lake thing where all these like little fish bite, bite, eat, you know, the fish that eat like your, all your dead skin cells, which was at first when like there was so many of them and it felt so gross like having them like nibble at your legs. But then after a while it was so relaxing and I could have just like laid in that like lake for so long but that was really nice and then apart from that I just did some shopping around in Athens I found this really nice boutique which I ended up telling my tour guide about and she went and bought some dresses but it's where I got that green dress that oh have I posted it on I've posted it on my main Instagram account I'm not sure if I posted it on my other one but if you're ever in Athens I can 
tell you where to go. I don't know the name of the place. I just know I screenshotted on Google Maps because it doesn't come up if you try to search it. So I screenshotted the area on Google Maps and I can tell you where it is. But the dresses in there, oh my God, the Greek ladies who owned that shop, they made me try on so many and they all fit so well. I'm like surprised I only came out with one. Like I wanted to go back, but I didn't have the time. But they were honestly, I loved them. They were like perfect midi dresses that like, I don't even know. I'm rambling about this way too much. You probably don't care. But they were just great dresses. So if anyone, anyone's going to Athens, hit me up and I'll tell you. So the first day of the tour, we stayed at this place called Selena, Selena Hotel. Um, it was very, very nice. It was like a, it was basically like a hostel, but um, a little fancier, I guess. But that was the day we met everyone on the tour and our tour guide, which I don't know why I was expecting as a tour guide, like some old person or like, I don't know, someone not cool, <laughs> like... I mean, it's a party tour, but I just wasn't expecting someone cool. But out walked Persephone, who was our tour guide. Shout out to Persephone. And she was like 24, little party girl, who she was from Athens. But she she was honestly the best tour guide. Like, it felt like going around with a best friend instead of a tour guide, which just made the whole experience so much more fun because she knew what we were doing, but she would like include herself in all the activities like we're going out together you know she did most of the daily activities that we did she was just so cool but unfortunately for everyone she just quit so if you do a med experience greek island hopping tour you will not be getting persephone unfortunately so we met everyone on the tour it ended up being eight people total there was seven girls and one guy (laughs) shout out to ben for being such a good sport yeah, I think he was the oldest too. I think he was like 28 or something. But it was a it was a nice mix of people. I think youngest was 19, oldest was 28. So we didn't have like anyone super old, which was good. I think the first night we kind of just went out for dinner. You do like a little family dinner. And we just kind of got to know each other. Like it was that like kind of awkward vibes at the start where no one really knows each other. No one's speaking too much. But by the end of the tour, you're all like little besties and like I'm planning a I'm planning like a little Australia trip with some of the um, Canadian girls and another one of the Australian girls that was on the tour for the end of next year so you definitely make friends that like honestly because I guess you're stuck together for 11 days like you have no choice but that's one thing I really enjoyed is that you got to make friends and then stay with them for a while because obviously I was moving around to different spots every couple of days And then any friends you made, you just lost like instantly. But this was really fun because we got to know each other quite well. Athens, we kind of just did the basics, the Parthenon, the Acropolis. It was really, really cool. But to me, it was kind of one of those things that you go up and look at and you're just like, oh, all right, like that's that. But honestly, that's what like every major landmark has been for me on this trip. So I'm only going to go through the first two islands in this episode. So we had Santorini first, the one and only, and then we had Eos. So in Santorini, first things first, we took ferries in between everywhere. Like we took just like the public ferries and it felt like the Hunger Games getting off those ferries because they let you go down and grab your bags before, like before the ferries even docked. So it's still moving. You get down there, there's no aircon. It's like freaking 50 billion degrees. Everyone's crammed together, this huge crowd. And then they 
slowly put the like the platform down that you walk across the water to get to land whatever I'm sure there's a better word for that but you know what I mean that slowly comes down and it's just a free-for-all and every like honestly it genuinely felt like we were about we were in the arena of the Hunger Games about to freaking go run into the cornucopia and find shit to kill everyone I just watched the Hunger Games a few days ago by the way that's why that's on my mind but yeah it felt so intense but then once you're off the boat it's absolutely fine so Santorini we stayed at a place called Santorini camping where you could camp or you could like stay in a little hostel type room it had like a pool and everything but there was so many children there and Persephone was saying like there was the most amount of children she's ever seen there we had a very unorthodox like random Greece trip by the way so whatever I say about it is probably not accurate as to what Greece is like most of the time but we didn't have any typical Greece, like the Greece wind that they get. We didn't have any of that. There was like hardly any wind. It was really quiet on every island we went to. Like we were at the end of peak season, but you wouldn't believe how quiet it was. I think everyone who wanted to go to Greece just went at the start of the season and then abandoned it by the end. The major thing in Santorini, like it was so beautiful and it was like the typical Greek Pinterest photos you see. Like you could tell there was all these photo spots and everyone would line up to get a photo in that exact spot. It was very much that kind of vibe. It was beautiful, but you could tell the difference between the rich and the budget travellers so easily. And it felt quite like I would only ever go back if I was going like with my boyfriend or with a group of friends in an Airbnb or something to split like a nice Airbnb because... This had to have been, it wasn't bad accommodation, but it was definitely the worst out of all four islands. And then you would just walk past these amazing, like, big infinity pool, you know, rich people accommodation. And you would just be like, shit, I wish I had that kind of money. You couldn't afford to shop on that island. Like, it is not budget friendly. It is very much for the for the rich. But regardless of that, it was quite cute and it was very nice and it was a good thing to tick off the bucket list. We did like a nice little hike in Santorini. We tried to go out, but there was some football game on and all the bars were just playing the football game. So that didn't happen. But it's very much like a vacation, you know, stay in your nice accommodation and just relax by the pool every day, all day. That's the vibes I was getting. And then we moved on to Eos where I don't know what was going on with my stomach, but my stomach gave up on me this trip. I was struggling and especially in Eos, there was two nights we were there and we were supposed to go out both nights, but unfortunately I only made it out one night because my stomach was so upset. I felt so ill and weak. I like got ready to go out and then I was just laying in bed waiting for everyone else to get ready and I, everyone was leaving and I just couldn't get myself out of bed. I was like, no, I am staying here for the rest of the night. I got a good night's sleep and I still felt shit the next morning, but I managed to pull myself out of the bed the next day. But first things first. So the first night I did go out. It was interesting (laughs) to say the least. We were doing bar hopping and Eos is known to be a party island. Like it is very much the everyone go wild, everyone go crazy party island. First thing we noticed Again, so many children around, like a ridiculous amount of children. And then there was like a live concert 
but like not like a music festival-y kind of like, you know, party concert. It was just like a family friendly, everyone sat down in chairs, little concert in like this little square and the vibes were just, it was just so random and in Greece, everything, they party really late. So you, you start really late anyways, but we were starting a little bit earlier and so we expected it to be dead at the start. So we're going throughout the night expecting places to be busier and busier and just every place we walked into was empty and I talked to the owners of one of the bars, the Delta Bar, shout out to you guys, the DJ guy was from Perth and then one of the other owners was Australian as well. It was like an Austra- everyone is Australian by the way, They're all the bartenders literally, it's just full of Australians. So I was talking to them about it and they were saying that it was end of season but it was extremely quiet, like for no apparent reason. So that was just our luck. We still had fun though, like our group still managed to make it fun, but we were going home a lot earlier than most people would like, usually people stay out till like five, we were going home at like three. We still tried to do like the main kind of, there's a few famous bars there, so there's one, I don't remember what it's called, is it the Slammer? There's one where they like hit you over the head while you do shots and like there's a bunch of bars that you earn like a t-shirt if you do like a shot challenge or something which I did do believe it or not but we went to like this I think it was a slammer basically they don't do any there was a slap bar where they like get like glow in the dark paint stuff and like slap you over the face and then I don't know that's that's just kind of it and then there's one where they hit you over the head with like a skateboard or a hammer or something as you're like with a helmet on but as you're taking shots But they shut them down. Apparently the police or whatever were like, no, you can't do that, which fair enough, probably health and safety. But it was just annoying because we couldn't, like, those are the things that you, like, have to do when you're there and we couldn't do them. I still did a seven-shot challenge. So you do seven shots and then you get a T-shirt from the bar. I did that at the Delta Bar. And, God, they made those shots strong. There's a video of me and the two other girls that did it with me. We did, like, a race. And I'm just going forever because... I could not get those down. I was struggling. That is not my forte. If you know me, I hate shots. I suck at doing shots. I never finish a full shot. Like, yeah, it took me (laughs) a good few minutes to finish them. It was kind of pathetic, to be honest. But I did get the shirt. I got my little blue Delta shirt, which I've already stained, unfortunately. So that's great. It's now a pyjama shirt. When we were in the bar, one of the... The DJ basically got off the decks and then his friend got up and was like, he was like, I don't know how to DJ. I'm just like doing it for fun. And then I I was like watching and I could see he was like, didn't know what to do and he was doing it wrong. And I have very limited, well, I have DJ knowledge. I can DJ at home alone, put me in front of a crowd and I panic. I was looking at him and I could see he was struggling and he was about to like mix two songs that were like very different bpms or like speeds so I was like you need to change the bpms and he was like what and I was like here like do this and then he was like wait do you know what you're doing and I was like sort of and then that was it he pushed me up there apparently I was the new dj and it had to be he had switched it to a song that is my least favorite song to mix you know the spins by mac miller it is such a great song but 
I've tried before. I've downloaded it and I've tried to mix it and I absolutely hate it because he never shuts up. He never stops talking in that song. So it's so hard to mix. I was like up there and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And everyone was like, you have to do it. Go Grace, whatever. And I was like, oh, no. And then there was more people in the bar that weren't just my tour group. So that was even more scary. And I just failed under the pressure because I was looking at that list of songs that they had. And I didn't know any of them besides like a Taylor Swift song that immediately started with lyrics. And so I was mixing out of lyrics into lyrics and it just didn't work. And it was so bad. And then the other guy who was DJing before came back up because he could tell that I was stressed. Which is a shame because give me any other music. If I had my USB, I would have been half, like I would have done it much better. But it just so happened. My luck, literally my luck, it was my least favourite song ever to mix out of. But at least I can say I DJed at a bar in Greece, kind of. (laughs) Not really, but... It was on my bucket list, so I guess I semi-achieved it. So yeah, that was the first night out. It Obviously, I didn't drink besides the seven shots, which weren't full shots, by the way. Like, they were mixed with... They were mixed with mixer, so it, it wasn't like a full drink's worth. But yeah, we went at a bad time. For some reason, we picked the worst time to be in EOS, and it was just very, very quiet. But that's okay. We still all had a good time, minus my stomach issues. The next morning, we were meant to go tubing and on a boat trip. And I was laying there. My stomach was so upset. I was like running to the bathroom all the time. I could like hardly even stomach any food. And the activities for the day was tubing and a boat ride. And I was like, well, that's not going to go down well with my stomach. But I was also like, I don't want to sit here and do nothing all day. So I thought, fuck it what's the worst that can happen and then we were walking down to the tubing and I was thinking tubing's pretty intense like they don't it's not just like a fun little lazy river kind of sit in a tube like it was intense they fling you off that shit and I was like oh my god I hope I don't shit myself while I'm on this like I hope my stomach doesn't get upset from all the movement and like because we were doing it laying down so like you were just getting flung up and down all the time anyways I did it and it actually semi-cured my stomach for the day. I didn't feel sick afterwards at all. I had the best time and I think it just like rearranged my like intestines or something. (laughs) It just like, I don't know, it worked wonders and I had the best time and I really want to go tubing again because like I got flung off and then I realized I was, because I am fine swimming in deep water if I can see the bottom, but I've never swum in like just open ocean and I realized I got flung off and then I was just like floating there in the water and I was like, oh my God, I'm in like the deep ocean, can't see the bottom, it goes on forever. And I felt absolutely at peace. So that was also something, a fear I wanted to get over. And I did, it was great. And I was just bobbing there waiting for them to come back. But they don't tell you how hard it is to get back on those fucking inflatable tube things. That shit is hard we were trying to get back on because there was three of us on the one tube and it just kept flipping over and like I have very limited upper body strength and you had to pull yourself up and I was just using every muscle in my body so I didn't embarrass myself (laughs) and I struggled but I was so sore after that I was using all my muscles to hold on but it was a really fun activity would highly recommend then we went on a little boat trip which was just like a fun little we didn't really do much we went through like this cave We did a bit of snorkeling. We laid at a beach for a bit. It was fun. 
it was nice. Truly though, Greece is such an experience. I absolutely loved it. I think it would be my favorite place if my stomach hadn't have turned on me because it just made eating anything terrifying, especially because public bathrooms aren't an easy thing to come by in Greece on the Greek islands. So yeah, if my stomach hadn't have turned on me, definitely would have been my favorite place. But the travel tip for today is do some kind of tour. Yes, it might be a bit more like I could have possibly done Greece alone on a bit more of a budget, but the tours are so worth it for the friends that you make and like the memories. Like it's just so hard to kind of explain in words the memories that we made, but there was just so many inside jokes and just so many funny, funny moments. And it just felt like going around Greece with a big group of friends, like after you get over that awkward stage. I highly recommend just letting go of your budget just for like obviously don't do a super expensive one like this one was for budget travelers but let go of your budget a little bit and do a group tour it's just somewhere because traveling with a group of friends is so nice and if you don't want to travel with a group of friends for your entire trip it's just a nice little pick me up a nice little balance to kind of even out that need for like proper social connections and like developing relationships more than just meeting them and then leaving them after a day because you have to move on to the next country. You make proper connections and proper friendships that honestly could last like a lifetime. So I highly recommend, highly, highly, highly recommend. And Med Experience was a great company. I've also heard really good things about Sarah Croatia. So it's definitely something to look into, especially if you're doing the Greek islands alone. Med Experience was much cheaper than Kentiki and it did the same thing you get the same experience and honestly it was better because it's smaller groups I think the maximum they do is around 15 people whereas Kentiki do giant groups which just to me seems annoying like imagine trying to having one tour guide and trying to walk around with a group of like 30 to 40 people like no we had a really nice amount of people where it felt like you were just kind of like a nice little group, a nice little team. You weren't losing everyone. You could hear Persephone talking when we were walking through the streets. You didn't have to like tell everyone to shut up and it was just super nice. It was a really, really, really great group. I highly recommend the company Med Experience because especially Greek island hopping is now that I've done it with a tour, I understand how to book it if I wanted to do it solo now. But before I'd done that, it was so confusing to figure out how to do a solo Greek island hopping tour, like figuring out accommodations, transfers from the like ferry to your accommodation because the public transport is not really great on the islands. So yeah, that is my tip of the day. Do a tour, make some friends, make some good memories. But yeah, I think I covered most of the Santorini and Eos stuff that I can think of. The next episode, I'll be covering Paros, which was my favorite island, and then Mykonos, which was a whirlwind of a place. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Mykonos is a different, different place. But yeah, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Follow me on the social medias because I'm going to be updating you guys all on there where I'm going with the podcast. So it's at where the frick am I on Instagram. And... Yeah, I love you all as usual and I will see you later. Bye.